0: Coming up on today's show, Warner Brothers and DC gave us a first look at Gotham Knights Suicide Squad game, also in the mix. Microsoft is heating things up with the Apple and Epic Saga. And we've got some juicy new Nintendo rumors and more. What's good, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Good Games podcast, your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff every Monday morning right here on twitch.tv slash what's good games. I'm Andrea Renee, joined by Miss Brittany Brombacher. Hello, Andrea Renee. Oh, hi, Brittany. (gasps) Look, Joey Noel from Kind of Funny is here. (laughs) Joey, Thanks for having
1: me. This is so fun.
0: I'm so glad that we were able to get you on the show. We had the pleasure of seeing Joey over the weekend. Mm-hmm. We were shooting our special PAX Online panel. Ooh, Yay! Hey. That was
1: fun, I'm excited too. for everyone to watch that.
0: Yes. That is going live on Monday, September 14th at 11.45 a.m. If you guys missed the announcement over at what's Good underscore games on Twitter. But PAX is happening, and it's all virtual.
2: It's like a week long.
1: My gosh, it's like
2: nine days long, yeah. isn't it? That's a week and some change. I think nine days sounds right. <sighs> that is is Lots of content, too.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we took
0: your questions, and it was fun. We chatted about games we're looking forward to, and a bunch of other stuff. And hopefully, you guys will join us for that. We'll be co-streaming it along with the PAX official channel. And we have some other big streams coming up this week. Ooh.
2: On a Thursday, Britt, you are teaming up once again with the lovely Zombie Kills. I am so excited. So excited. Yeah, so we're going to be live streaming our reactions to opening night live. So make sure you stop by twitch.tv slash what's good games at 1045 a.m. Where hopefully all technology gods will be on my side that day. (laughs) Last time they were really good. They were really helpful. uh, So hopefully they're feeling nice and generous again. I
0: think that you'll do just fine. You guys crushed it last time. I'll be looking in the chat, as always, because I'm going to be prepping for another appearance on Twitch Gaming's The Weekly, which will be Ooh. happening immediately following Opening Night Live. So when you guys are done watching that with Brit and hopefully you can pop on over to twitch.tv slash Gaming and watch me host The Weekly, which should be lots of fun. And then we also have our regular stream. So tonight, Rene and I are streaming. Wednesday, I'll be back. And... If you guys missed our Patreon streams from over the weekend, you can, of course, catch those archives at patreon.com slash what's good games.
2: It was some fun ones. We played a lot of Fall Guys. I got another crown. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. And it didn't look like you were going to get that crown because there were three Fall Guys ahead of you. But we're like, Andrea, believe in yourself. We believe in you. And you got it. That was the first crown I've ever seen grabbed in my... In my life, which isn't really oh really? That dramatic. Yeah, oh, it was your first. It was really That's fun though. exciting. We played Fall Guys for what, like three hours? Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we were playing with our patrons, mm-hmm. and we were having a couple difficulties getting people in and okay. out of games because of friend and privacy settings, which you know is a thing that happens. So we we did eventually get everybody in um, and played games with folks. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 But enough with our announcements because boy oh boy do we have a ton of news to talk about today. So we're going to go ahead and kick things off with a little bit of a recap from DC Fandom. So if you guys missed it. If you were off social media all weekend, (laughs) Warner Brothers and DC had their big fan event and they showed a ton of stuff. There was a lot of TV and movie things, but there also were some game reveals that we had been highly anticipating. We got a first look at Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, but the one that I'm very excited about and we're gonna start with is Gotham Knights. So this is details directly from the press release from Warner Brothers. Gotham Knights is in development and it is a brand new open world third person action RPG video game. That's a lot of descriptive (laughs) words. So um, I am going to go ahead and show you guys a little bit of this trailer. So not only did they do a cinematic trailer, but they also did a really nice gameplay walkthrough, which is something that I was not anticipating us getting right away. So I was pumped that we got to see this. So some more details about this game. We knew it was in development for Warner Brothers Montreal. That was confirmed, and it features the Batman family as players step into the role of Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin, a new guard of trained DC superheroes who must rise up as the protectors of Gotham City in the wake of Batman's death. So that's what we're seeing in this trailer right here is the opening where Batman's like, yo, if you're watching this, I'm dead. And now it's up to you to protect Gotham. So this is an original story set in DC's Batman universe, and Gotham Knights is going to offer a dynamic and interactive Gotham City where an exploding criminal element has swept through the streets with the Belfry as their base of operations. A new era of heroes will solve mysteries that connect the darkest chapters in the city's history where they must defeat notorious villains in epic confrontations. Boy, oh boy, you gotta love a good press release. <laughs> uh, players must save Gotham from a descent into chaos and reinvent themselves into their own version of the night night it's playable solo or as two player online co-op and it's going to be available in 2021 for playstation 5 playstation 4 playstation 4 pro the xbox one family of devices including the xbox series x and the xbox one x and pc
2: Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. so what do you what do you think ladies <clears throat> uh is batman really dead i think so like, i think really, it's really like confirmed thing. like six yeah, feet yeah. under worm fodder flowers are sprouting out of his body okay <laughs>
1: I feel well, like he's not. I feel like there's something going on. I, I don't know. I feel like with all of these games, deaths aren't as permanent as they are in real life. So maybe maybe some some fun twist in the third act. Ah,
2: huh? I see. I see. Huh?
0: Maybe. So there has been a lo- some fan speculation, Joey. You are correct that they're going to pull a fast one and bring Batman back at some point. I don't know if that's the case, but I honestly think it would be smart of them to because as cool as this trailer is and I'm going to get to the gameplay in just a second, I think there's no disputing that Batman is DC's star child, right? Like he is the guy that brings all the boys to the yard. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. But what what were your kind of first impressions of this announcement?
1: I loved it. I... I wasn't really keeping up with, like, all the rumors and stuff like this on this game. I was just, like, stoked to see whatever we were going to get. So the fact that Barbara Gordon is playable is very exciting because I love her. Um, This outfit that is, like, very similar to the Babs Tarr outfit from the comics looks really good. And I think it's fun that they're bringing in all of these other side characters because it's Nightwing and everybody really likes Dick Grayson, Jason Todd. And then I don't know... Do you know if they've like confirmed which rob I don't know, maybe they have which robin it is um,
0: um I haven't looked at those specific details but i'm sure that dc someone. fan boys and fangirls of the <laughs> world have gone over this frame by frame yeah and, and looked out. at every single piece of minutiae that is available in, in these trailers
1: yeah um the gameplay looks really fun i'm glad that it is there's also an option for um solo playthrough because sometimes it's hard especially when it's only two people if you're trying to play through with like one specific person to find the time to do it, so a little solo playthrough will be fun. I don't know. All of this looks really exciting to me.
2: I think it looks fun, too, and as... I'm so happy Joey's here to talk with Andrea about this because I admittedly (laughs) know nothing about any of this stuff. Superheroes have just never really been my thing. It's like trees. But what I think (laughs) looks really exciting is the fact that it is co-op, and I do enjoy these superhero-type games. I liked Arkham Asylum. I liked Arkham City. You know, I like that aspect of it. I like learning about the new enemies and, like, the lore behind them just from what you get from the in-game codexes and whatnot. And the fact that it's co-op, too, sounds fun. I mean... The characters themselves don't really do anything for me because I don't really, I mean, obviously, I know who Robin and Batgirl is and whatnot. But yeah. other than that, yeah, like, cool. I'm sold. I've seen enough. Like, I'll definitely give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of there was a lot of excitement for
0: this online, which I absolutely understand. I mean, there's a long history of Arkham games, and obviously this is definitely in the style of of the Arkham series. We know that Warner Brothers Montreal worked on Origins. Like clearly Origins was kind of looked at as like the black sheep of the Arkham family, <laughs> though there are people that defend it very vehemently, which, you know, I think is their right. I think there's no question that it had a couple of issues that fans are hoping that Warner Brothers Montreal is going to address and maybe what I had tweeted would learn from kind of what are some of the lessons learned from the development cycle of Origins to what they're going to bring into Gotham Knights I think it's great that you know the co-op is there it's something we certainly haven't seen before I'm going to be interested to see how that's going to work from a leveling perspective I think that's kind of like the big question mark for me is how are these RPG elements going to work I watched a couple YouTubers talking about the comparisons of this game to other superhero games. Obviously, the one-to-one comparison against Avengers was widely out there, but these are completely different games. And... I think the fact that this is open world and Avengers is a hub world where you go out on separate missions, mm-hmm. where here you get to traverse the open world with your co-op partners like, mm-hmm. is a gigantic difference. And having four people versus two people is also a big difference. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to support this long term, especially knowing that Suicide Squad is also an online <laughs> co-op game, which we're going to get to in just a second. But I thought, I thought all of this footage looked great.
2: So it sounds like the Robin is Tim. If that makes Perfect. sense. Y'all Tim Drake? Okay. Cool. Yes. Cool. Thanks, Chet. <laughs> You're
1: the MVP. Thanks for, for putting in the legwork for us. Yeah. Open world games normally aren't my jam because I get really like overwhelmed by them. But I think for a property and like that I love and uh being able to go through it with somebody else, I think it's gonna make it really enticing for me. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm excited to see more. I'm excited to get hands-on. I really love the Arkham series. I don't particularly gravitate towards the super dark, gritty world of Gotham um, as a setting, but I really enjoyed my time with all of the uh, Arkham games. So, yeah, excited to to see more. (laughs) Um, next up is Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So this is another press release that Warner Brothers sent over, and I'm going to, need to pull up this footage. This was a much different tone in the fact that we <laughs> didn't get any gameplay. Really, this is all just a really fancy cinematic trailer, which I think serves a purpose as well. But I was a little disappointed that we didn't get that we didn't get more from it. So. Let's go ahead and take a look at this press release. A new genre, bending, action, adventure shooter. So it's a genre-bending (laughs) action-adventure shooter that can be played solo or up to four players in online co-op. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League combines the studio's signature character-driven story gameplay with third-person shooter action, and it's available in 2022 on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and PC. So already a big change there. They're not even attempting to do cross-gen. They're like, this is purely going to be next-gen. That is it. I think that's smart of Rocksteady to do. Featuring an original narrative set in the DC universe, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League takes place in a detailed, open world metropolis. The story follows Suicide Squad members Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark who must take on an impossible mission to save Earth and kill the world's greatest DC superheroes, Ooh. the Justice League. Restrained with lethal, lethal explosives implanted in their heads, all four DC supervillains have no choice but to band together and te- carry out this untenable assignment as part of Amanda Waller's infamous Task Force X. Fans can tailor their experience whether they're playing on their own as single player switching between characters at will or teaming up with friends in multiplayer co-op playable characters featured in kill the justice league of course as i mentioned harley quinn aka dr harley quinzel the mistress of mayhem deadshot aka floyd lawton the most extraordinary wait no that's that's the wrong line the most dangerous marksman (laughs) that's what i meant to read uh captain boomerang um aka digger hark Aussie, Assassin Extraordinaire. That's what I meant to read there. And of course, King Shark, aka, how do you say that? Nanuan? Nanuan? Nanua? Yeah. Maybe Chat can give us a phonetic pronunciation of um, his alias. The demigod, humanoid, shark, and rightful ruler of the seas. Each squad member has their own unique moveset, enhanced travel abilities, traversal abilities, and of course, a variety of weapons to customize and skills to master. Huh. So, um,. I thought that this trailer was super cool. I have absolutely like no like burning excitement and desire to play as literally any of these characters with the exception of maybe Harley.
2: Uh, hello. Have you seen Mr. Shark Man over there? King Yes, shark. I have. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. I don't know who this person, this character demigod is. Again, I'm not familiar with this fandom at all, but he looks fucking awesome. And I think I want to be a shark. Mr. Shark friend. Mr. Uh Okay, so how do you ladies feel about this? This just seems like a... Has this been done before? It's like, I guess what I'm getting at here is this, like, new territory. I know they're calling it a genre-bending action-adventure shooter, but in terms of, like, the story goes, going against Superman and whatnot, it just seems a little odd.
1: Well, so it's following the New 52, right? Is that correct, Joey? I, I have no idea where the inspiration where for in this Where the comic came timeline,
0: from. Yeah. like, um, the Justice League breaks bad? Because I think... It has to do it with Brainiac's comic storyline, story line, right, yeah. of how he, like, infiltrates the Justice League and turns them all evil. I just, I get that that's part of, like, the deep comic lore. I think it's a weird choice for such an amazing studio to go with their big blockbuster AAA that they're going to do it where they're killing the Justice League, who are, like, the heroes, Obviously, yeah. Superman being being a bad boy in this scene. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I... This is... Com, in comparison with the other game, I was way more excited about Gotham Knights than I was about this. I think I... I think I feel a little bit burned on Suicide Squad, obviously, for the, from the movie. Mm. Um, so I just am not as excited about that group of characters as I have been in the past. Um, yeah. Granted, it's always going to be different in game form, but... I don't know. This is, I feel like we got kind of this similar vibe in DC Marvel supervillains a couple years ago where you're like all of these supervillains and you have to go like save the world because the superheroes aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So it feels like a little bit retreaded, at least for me on that. And maybe that's just because I started replaying that like a few weeks ago (laughs) because I was looking for a new game. Um, but i'm excited to see what they do with it i'm definitely going to give it a shot but this isn't probably on my like most anticipated games list
0: yeah same and i think that rocksteady cl- clearly has a pedigree and they have proven that they make great gritty narratives in awesome open world situations but there's just something about the narrative of the suicide squad that i'm just like i'm having trouble latching onto
1: yeah, I yeah, I don't know. It is kind of nice, I guess, that we'll be able to have like a really dark version of uh, Gotham Knights. And then like this really fun kind of lighthearted balance. So not everything in the DC world is always that like really color graded dark <laughs> vibe. Mm-hmm. But, That's fair, yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I'm interested to see what gameplay looks like. It's kind of it's hard to be super, super on board for this game without knowing what gameplay is going to be like.
0: Yeah, I have to imagine it's going to look like a really shinier, fancier version of the Arkham series as far as like the third-person combat. But because it's a shooter and it's not hand-to-hand, that will be, I think, the part that I'm interested to see how Rocksteady is going to implement that. Obviously, there were some gadgets that acted like shooters in the Arkham series, Mm -hmm. but I haven't seen you know, we don't have like guns, right? It's yeah. like, very, it's a very different place from when the last Arkham game came out because that was, But the time Suicide Squad releases, it will have been seven years between Rocksteady's releases. That's crazy. Uh, which is kind of crazy to think about.
1: Oh man, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. I don't, it's weird to think about what an Arkham game with like full gunplay would look like because it's just not at all what we have to go. What they what those
0: heroes are about. Yeah, so the whole idea is like you're supposed to be. Batman was supposed to be non-lethal, yeah. right? And there were some questions about that, even with Gotham Knights. Like, how are they going to do all of these different gadgets that shoot people? Because it sure looks like <laughs> they're beating those guys up
1: pretty good. It's gonna be hard to recover from those injuries, but who knows?
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to be our recap for the game part of DC Fandom. Of course, they had lots of trailers out as well. I tweeted asking you guys to let me know which trailers I should go watch first. And the overwhelming response was, everybody go watch The Batman. (laughs) So, Joey, I know you have thoughts on The Batman. I
1: do. I'm really excited for it. Uh, Robert Pattinson... I remember when he first got announced it was such like an interesting choice cuz everybody's like the twilight guy, <laughs> the vampire. Uh, <laughs> the vam- the sparkly vampire is going to do it. Um, but he's done some like really interesting roles since then, so I have full confidence that he'll be able to put on a good performance for this. Um, the thing that I'm really interested in is what kind of like Bruce Wayne he's going to be cuz I we saw in the trailer like a lot of his like very brooding Lots of eyeliner. Batman. Um, but his take on Bruce Wayne as, like, the Playboy millionaire, I think, is going to be way more emo than that. <laughs> um, so I think that'll be fun. There were some screenshots going around of what is supposed to be Colin Farrell as the Penguin, and he looks unrecognizable. Like, absolutely doesn't look anything oh, like Colin let me Farrell.
0: Oh, let me see if I can find these screenshots. It's,
1: it's crazy. It almost looks like a weird, like, current val kilmer cameo um but i was like shocked when i when i saw tweets going out about it like man didn't even for one second think that it was him um i'm really excited for um shoot what's his name jeffrey something sorry um who's gonna be playing um gordon uh he okay, so in- this is this is what i found yeah that's supposed to be him well, I don't like that. It seems like that's a totally different person.
0: Yeah, it definitely doesn't look like I mean, I wouldn't look at this and go, that's Colin Farrell.
1: Yeah. So that's some really great makeup work. Thank you, chat, Jeffrey Wright. Um, he seems like he's going to be great. I'm like, all of this is going to be, I'm very excited for this. Can't believe we have to wait so long for it. When's it but. coming out? Uh, some I don't even know because they're I not like even done shooting hit. yet. They've
0: only shot like thirty percent of the movie. Oh. Everything's getting
1: pushed, so I feel like I'm not even keeping yeah. up with. Because
0: they said exclusively in theaters, yeah, which which indicates that they're gonna hold this movie until it's safe to go back to movie theaters.
1: Right now, it's looking like an October first, twenty twenty one release date, which seem even that seems a little early in terms of if they're not even able to go back to shooting yet. Yeah, I'm uh, just getting, like, maybe just getting just the going film back, done. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. But I'm really excited. We get Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, and I love her. That's probably oh. the thing I'm most excited for. Yeah, she seems like, I don't know. That's like a really fun role to put her in. And then Paul Dano as Riddler, which I know has been like Barrett's fan casting for like years. Um, but it's like a very interesting group of actors that I wouldn't have necessarily put together for this but just listening to Matt Reeves talk about it before the trailer on Saturday was like he cares about this so much and like I feel like that's really all you can ask for is that passion and it's like you know that he really wants to get it right and I have I have strong feelings that he will please don't burn me like I got burned with (laughs) Batman v Superman (laughs) please. That's all so it I looks ask. Like
0: Benson and in the chat says that filming resumed in England this week. Yasmin is talking about a clue from the trailer and hello Slayer. We're glad that you love the podcast. Um, well, thanks for the recap, Joey. Yeah. I guess yeah. you gave me a lot more details about what's happening with that movie than I <laughs> was anticipating.
1: Thank That's you. It's how been my Saturday.
0: Well, I think Batman is one of those characters that we were mentioning with Gotham Knights that just really rallies the DC fan base so uh, if you guys are interested and you haven't seen it yet it is a pretty great trailer so you can go ahead and check it out but we're going to continue on because we still have lots more news to get through and our next story is once again an update in the ongoing God. saga between Epic and Apple Brits,
2: would you like to read it this It never one? ends it never ends all right so this is via BBC Microsoft backs Epic in court filing Apple pulled hugely popular game Fortnite from its app store after Epic deliberately broke its rules and protest at Apple's policies it In an escalation, Apple then said it would pull Epic's access to developer tools on iOS and Mac, but Microsoft said this would damage a critical technology for many third-party game creators. That is because Epic also owns the Unreal Engine, a tool widely used by developers from other studios to build games, virtual reality VR experiences, and special effects in major television shows and films. Microsoft uses the technology itself. Xbox head Phil Spencer tweeted, Ensuring that Epic has access to the latest Apple technology is the right thing for game developers and gamers. Epic has objected to what it calls a monopoly in the Apple Store, specifically the 30% cut Apple demands from in-game purchases. Microsoft said denying Epic access to Apple's developer tools would, quote, "...prevent Epic from supporting Unreal Engine on iOS and macOS and will place Unreal Engine and those game creators that have built are building and may build games on it at a substantial disadvantage." Apple's discontinuation of Epic's ability to develop and support Unreal Engine for iOS or macOS will harm game creators and gamers, it added. Apple, however, Joey is highlighting the text and it's fucking with me, man. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: I was totally going to say something just, and I was like oh my gosh. I totally <laughs> forgot that this was a shared document and I was just like, that's what I do to like, do some with my hands. <laughs> Apple, continuing on, I love you. Apple, says it applies the
2: rules equally and quote won't make an exception for epic because we don't think it's right to put their business interests ahead of the guidelines that protect our customers dot, dot. however microsoft also runs the windows and xbox stores where it takes 15 to 30 percent cut of software sales depending on the platform according to its developer agreements
0: That's to me like the interesting wrinkle about this and why I think it's weird that Microsoft is like throwing their weight behind Epic. It's like, yo, Microsoft, you do the exact same thing. Yeah.
2: But Tim (laughs) Sweeney has said that it's different for consoles, remember. Right,
0: but like consoles, but the Microsoft store is on PC platforms. And they also have their own Android uh, marketplace as well for Windows Phone. I just like...
2: <laughs> it's a weird sure, gang like,
0: It it's, feels symbolic, of course, but it's also like this is just another like tip of the hip- hypocrisy hat. Like, what the heck? I don't understand. Just like let let Apple and Epic have their fight unless you're coming out to say that you're going to join Epic Games in reducing the commission that the Microsoft marketplaces across all suites of devices are doing, then I don't understand how this is supposed to be as symbolic as you're making it out to be. Like, if that if that had been the announcement, been if dope. Phil Spencer or even, like, Satya Nadala, like the CEO of Microsoft, had come out and said, we really feel strongly about this. We want to stand with Epic Games against Apple in solidarity. We are announcing that we're reducing the platform fees to blah, 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 whatever they're going to reduce it to. That, I think, would have been huge. It would have been really cool news.
2: It's uh, But that's not what they did. It just keeps going. And then there was the other thing, how Apple has responded, said that Epic requested a special deal. There's an email re- leaked or whatever. Tim Sweeney responded. He says, look at my email. This is not what I wanted. Because Apple's saying that Tim Sweeney wanted a special deal, deal all for themselves. And Apple's like, ha this is bad man. And Tim's like, no, I'm not. And then Fortnite Epic turned its legal dispute into an in-game event. This is via IGN, and apparently now you can win an Apple costume if you eat enough apples. And if you, i was trying to okay, player, if you, the free if there's a Fortnite competition. Yeah, right? there's a there's a competition going on right now, and I'm trying to figure out how you win it. Either way, they're sending out free Fortnite hats, which is a black hat, and it says free Fortnite in white font, and then there's an outline of the. Um, the, oh God, the, the animal, the pinot, the loop, the
0: llama. The donkey, Lama, right? Thank you, the llama, yeah. Oh, the but llama, it's, it's a llama. fox yeah. llama. box
2: llama. Yeah. And then it's in the colors of the old Apple logo. Remember, it was all those rainbow rainbowy yeah. colors. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking hilarious at this point. And I'll say it again, let those rich fuckers fight. I'm just sitting back with my popcorn, watching these fools go at it. Like, and like I said, at the end of the day, it would be great if Apple would, you know, do something about the revenue split. Absolutely. But there's just so much that is going on behind the scenes that I think we're not, that a lot of people, we see it, but I think a lot of folks don't really understand what's really happening in terms of how the fans I feel like are being manipulated and how this whole thing is being branded that it just feels kind of dirty to me. Anyway, every day it's a new saga, a new entry in this saga. <laughs> what are we going to get next? I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Probably news that Apple won the lawsuit and then Epic is going to have to run with its tail between its legs because it can't leave all of its developers in the lurch. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But here's the thing. Even if they have to run away with their tail between their legs, they're still going to look like good guy Epic who did the, who fought the good fight, right? Who tried. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. David and Goliath scenario, exactly. right? It's just. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh boy, how long is this going to get dragged out? It feels like this is going to become the new ongoing saga like a move over um, Billy and, and Donkey Kong high scores. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's not oh, Apple versus
2: Epic. So, Akira T says, the Fortnite competition for winning that stuff ended yesterday. So it sounds like mm. you can no longer win the things, but either way, it's just a, oh little, no. a little jab, a little like LOL. <laughs> free Fortnite. Fortnite's free. Fortnite isn't
0: <laughs> moving on to the next story we've got an update on the lord of the rings Gollum. so this was interesting because i think people were maybe expecting this to happen in dc fandom because this is the warner brothers property but mm-hmm. because it was dc it was all dc stuff and lord of the rings is obviously its very own <laughs> fandom yeah. and very own franchise but they still announced it So I'm gonna show you guys a little Mm. bit of this uh, teaser trailer. So Lord of the Rings Gollum is a stealthy narrative adventure for Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. It has been announced. Of course, we already knew that you would be playing as Smeagol slash Gollum. We're gonna explore a new story in parallel with Frodo's, albeit on a different side of Middle-earth entirely. You'll make decisions that align with one of the character's personas as they fight for control, influencing some visual changes and branching storylines as you progress. Quote, the game, excuse me, the decisions you make affect the way the game feels, explained lead narrative designer Tillman Shannon in an interview with IGN. You'll always either play as Smeagol or as Gollum as the dominant personality. But Gollum isn't strong. Instead, crafty, which will give you some opportunities to take out enemies in an otherwise predominantly stealth-focused gameplay. Some enemies can be taken down with stealth attacks or lured into dangerous parts of the environment, some of which might feature familiar characters that can aid Gollum on his
1: journey. Joey, stop highlighting I know text. I, I took my hands off of the <laughs> keyboard as soon as I realized I was doing it.
0: <laughs> it's a mostly non-combat game, but Gollum will be able to stealthily take out enemies. Um, but this is not always going to be as easy and sometimes comes with risk. So it sounds like it's going to be more of like a risk-reward kind of situation. The Lord of the Rings Gollum is set to launch sometime in 2021, exclusively for next-gen consoles and PC. Gameplay is going to be shown in 21, according to developer Dedalic Entertainment. Nope. So this was a very short teaser that we got. Um, but and it's obviously cinematic, but at least we know that like it's in development. I think this is an interesting take. Gollum is such a weird character <sighs> to to pick to Ooh. highlight. I just want like <laughs> a I just want another like co op Lord of the Rings game. Ooh. That's so much to ask. That
1: was a good I, game. I totally Ooh. missed that this was even happening. Like, apparently, there's been like multiple announcements of this. Right? If this is yeah you know, a teaser trailer, totally missed this. It was first announced last year at some point. I don't remember mm, when we right. first covered this, but like
0: the whole news around this game felt like it was really under the radar, and I think we were a little concerned having it come from... The day, like, Not that the day, like is a bad developer by any means, but I think, you know, you think Lord of the Rings, especially in the wake of Amazon's giant Lord of the Rings series that they're doing, yeah. that maybe it would have just been a developer that is a little bit more well-known in the AAA development scene specifically.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm someone who likes to keep an open mind. There are a lot of games that even if they don't appeal to me at first, I want to try them out. I can say with 100% confidence, I don't want to play this. This is 100%. <laughs> Not, not, the not my vibe. jam. Golem, like, makes me feel physically, like, repulsed. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the stringy, nasty-ass hair. Maybe it's the eyes that, there's, uh, that are the size of mugs. I don't know. <laughs> but all I know is, like, take that with stealth gameplay, and you have, like, my two most disliked things. So... I'm Said. thanks, but no thanks. Uh, Andrea, I hope you have a lovely time and I'm looking forward to your coverage in 2021.
0: <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, it was interesting in the chat, Bebo says, I couldn't think of a Lord of the Rings character I want to play less than Gullah. And, I mean, of all the characters to pick from, he's definitely at the bottom of the list. <laughs>
1: Why? Yeah, I'm kind of with Brittany. This isn't really doing anything for me. Like I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings person. I've actually never, I've only ever seen the first one and I definitely fell asleep in it.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh no, Joey! Fellowship is one of the best ones, though. I've
1: tried like I've tried probably three times, and I've fallen asleep in it all three times. Uh, I'm not a huge like high fantasy Tear. person either, so I feel like that's kind of like the one-two punch of it. Uh, and yeah, stealth gameplay not not my not my strength. Not for you, <laughs> but I will that's watch fair. you play this because I am curious. So this seems like one that I'll watch somebody stream.
0: Yeah. Well, at least you know what you like. Speaking of knowing what you like,
2: Brittany, it's your bae. It's my day, Yakuza Like a Dragon, release date. Although this day had leaked a while ago, but it's now (laughs) official. Okay, so yeah, Yakuza Like a Dragon will launch on November 13th, 2020 on Xbox One X, Xbox One, Windows 10, PS4, and Steam. Yakuza Like a Dragon will also be available on the Xbox Series X console on day one of its release, as well as PlayStation 5 at a later date. And Experience like no other, Yakuza Like a Dragon brings dynamic RPG gameplay uh, to the streets of Yokohama, <laughs> Japan with an adventure that combines the intense brawls that the Yakuza series has been known for, with the strategic depths, party customization, and massive variety of skills that you'd expect from a classic RPG. In the video, we see Ichiban Kasuga, the main the first main new protagonist in the history of the mainline Yakuza series, alongside some of his loyal party members. Nanba, Psycho, and Adachi as they swap between just a few of the 20-plus unique jobs available throughout the game. and what can only be described as a meta worldview, Ichiban envisions himself as the lead character in an RPG, <clears throat> and his ensuing skirmishes take on the form of turn-based battles. If you've ever wanted to don a chef's hat and sprinkle enemies with a dash of pepper to finish them off in style, we're happy to say that no game other than Yakuza Like a Dragon will <laughs> offer you that experience. Look how fucking brilliant really, of, of him cracking the this pepper smiled. on the guy! Oh my god! Oh, brilliant and there's a there's a, a what's that that crustacean that, that like crab thing lobster The, the lo- i don't know if it's a lobster what it is but it's a summon like you can summon look at this how can you not just be so how can your panties not be in the twisted most pleasurable bundle right now like i don't understand i don't get it like how could you not just want that all over your face i'm so excited obviously and it just looks so silly and ah, uh. so obviously like excitement aside Obviously, there is some marketing deals going on with Xbox, and some PlayStation fans aren't very happy, because they're like, yo, this game was only on PlayStation for the longest time, and now you're snuffing the PlayStation 5, oh no, you'll still get it on PlayStation 4. This is what happens and just be just be excited that Yukus is getting money. We want this game to be in more hands and we want it to spread wide wider in this western audience. So if this helps them get off the ground, this helps them sell more copies. Like you'll still get your copy. Just be happy. Be happy for RGG Studio. Oh my god. It looks so good.
0: I mean, co- color me intrigued with the the cracking of the pepper. I, I, I went back to the trailer so I could watch this one more time.
1: Oh, yeah. Look <laughs> at that. Look at that. RPG Look. Insanity is the perfect it's, descriptor. It, yeah.
0: I mean, Yakuza has, oh, my God. He's hitting it with le- soup ladles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, this might be the first Yakuza game that I play, Britt. Ooh. Yeah, so,
2: oh, I hope you do. I don't, it's so funny to me because it makes, of course, the one you play is the one that has all the RPG elements, but that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I think the idea that he thinks Wait, wh- what does that mean? Because you don't play turn-based RPGs. That's true. Did they say it's turn-based? I think it is turn-based. Hmm. Either well, way. Maybe I'll have to I've, reconsider. I've admittedly, been sta- <laughs> I've admittedly been staying away some, from some of the finer details because I want to go into this thing, surprises. It possibly can be. So I'm not entirely sure on how that works. But yeah, they also have lobster summons where you can summon a giant lobster. And I think it even has a name. <laughs> I and like I, how
1: like just with a straight face Britt was able to say that. Like <laughs> just a standard lobster summon.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean oh yeah. I'm just so excited. Plus we get some cameos from our Kiru Majima boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> some people have been asking also, is this a good game to jump into? And I honestly don't know the answer to that. As I'm seeing some folks say, like, yes, because it is a whole new cast. And then some others are saying, like, well, you can, but just understand that this doesn't necessarily encompass... Obviously, it encompasses the craziness of the franchise, but not necessarily the gameplay and some of the main characters that a lot of us have grown to know and love. But um, I would say, yeah, I think this is probably a good, a good jumping in point. There probably will be some story spoilers because this is a continuation in a sense. Uh, but... Anyway, I digress. I could be here all day. Very exciting. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Well, I'm happy that you're happy and also happy that Zombie Kills is in the chat. What up, girl? Yes. Uh, I'm excited that you're going to be back on the channel. I feel like now if you do one more stream when I'm not there that you're intentionally avoiding me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we love you, and we're glad that you're back. Um, we're going to get to this last news story, because we do have some questions for Dear WGG. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, you can still drop us some questions in at whatsgoodgames.com dearwgg Nintendo Rumors. So this is a continuation of a line of rumors that we've been checking in on over the last couple of months, but now... It looks like there's another potential lead on this new Nintendo Switch that's potentially coming in 2021. So, Game Rant has recapped this rumor for us. And they write that rumors have been swirling for some time that Nintendo plans on releasing an upgraded version of the Nintendo Switch, some referring to it hypothetically as the Switch Pro. I'm one of those things. <laughs> new evidence has surfaced to suggest that the upgraded Switch is indeed real, with production expected to start at some point later this year for a planned worldwide release in the first quarter of 2021. So this comes from a translated report from G- VGC and originated in a, from a site called the Economic Daily News of all places. According to the report, sources close to the Nintendo Switch supply chain, such as third-party manufacturers, have confirmed that the new console is in development. Details on what exactly it is, of course, are scarce but supposedly is going to have more interactivity and a higher quality screen now it's unclear if it will be more powerful or play exclusive games but that seems unlikely um so when they say exclusive games i think they mean you can only play Mm. on the new nintendo Mm -hmm. switch and you can't play on the old Nintendo Switch. Now, we did see that with the 3DS and the more powerful, but there was only a couple of games, just a small handful in the 3DS library. So not unheard of from Nintendo to do that, but I feel like this early in the Switch life cycle that that would not be a good call. But so they, they did
1: that, that with the Switch Lite a little bit too, right? Because of the Joy-Cons not being able to detach. So you can't play things like Mario Party and like... Oh like yeah, you could re-
0: play Mario Party, but you have to have the Pro Controller.
1: I don't do think you can play Mario that? Party with the Pro Controller. I think it's Joy-Cons only. Oh. Which is upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot about Mario
0: Party. But yeah, like I mentioned, like Nintendo is has done this before. So yeah. if they did it again, it wouldn't be shocking. Totally it just would just be of. It would just be in my mo- in my mind, mm. like a bad, a bad business move to segregate your Your fan base that way. So here we go.
2: Yeah, here's an article on digital trends. These are games that don't support handheld mode. Uh, Nintendo Labo, One, Two, Switch, Super Mario Party, Just Dance, Uh, Fitness Boxing, Ring Fit Adventure. So yeah, yeah, Joey, that's right. That was a huge issue and still is a huge issue. Why? That's a bummer. Yeah, but these, I mean, this Nintendo Pro console, I feel like we've been covering for a really long time. It's interesting when they say interactivity. Like, what with that more interactivity?
0: Huh. Maybe online features, like better online
2: features, might this be is nice. Nintendo, Andrea, come on!
0: <laughs> Listen, a girl can dream that eventually Nintendo will catch up to where everybody else is at with online chat. <sighs> the dream, maybe. Uh,
2: the dream. I, you know, I honestly don't know. I, I'm not saying that to be snarky. I just don't know if they'll ever catch up. It's Nintendo. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, know. I would obviously love to upgrade, better battery life, more high quality screen, maybe a little bit more powerful. Like, let's go. I love my Switch. But this seems like it might just be a little bit of an upgrade if these rumors were to be believed, which I feel like we, like I said, we've been covering for a very, very, (coughs) very long time. So who could say? But here they are again. And eventually, Andrea had all come full circle and be like, haha, haha, it finally happened. True,
0: and Britt also added in a couple of details about a rumored Nintendo Direct that's happening, but it looks like it's like it may be happening, it may not be happening. Listen,
2: every fucking week, there's a new Nintendo Direct (laughs) rumor, but I feel like this one got a little bit more traction because... Jeff Grubb uh, said, I've heard a few things, and I think there's this strong possibility that there's a Nintendo Direct next week, Friday the 28th. That's the date that he had heard. And then everyone, again, to go back to my try entry statement, their panties all got twisted in a bundle. <laughs> and then he sent an upgrade out yesterday, the Sunday the 23rd, and said, um, everyone, please tone down the expectations. And it sounds like he thinks it might be something that's not necessarily a direct direct, but like a spinoff. If there's another Smash mm-hmm. Direct, so help me God. I can't take it. Ladies, it has been 354 days since we've gotten a a proper Nintendo Direct. Wait. A proper, like, full, just plain something called a Nintendo Direct. Not an indie showcase, not a mini partner showcase, not Pokemon Direct, blah, blah, blah. No, it was September 4th, 2019, and that's when they talked about Luigi's Mansion 2 and Pokemon Sword and Shield.
0: Huh, that's I guess they did crazy. just skip E3 altogether this year, didn't yeah. they?
2: Yeah, and I mean, that's not to say that we haven't gotten announcements, because obviously we have. We got the Paper Mario announcement and some other stuff as well. We got the Pokemon Direct. So we're getting like some cool little tidbits here and there, but it's been so long since we've had a nice gathering of all the Nintendo things. <laughs> <laughs> a gathering of the Nintendo Council. Yeah. Huh. huh. Well, I mean, maybe maybe now is <clears throat> the time. Are you? I mean, next Friday is during Gamescom, mm. and they—they're not participating in Gamescom, so maybe they're going to do their own thing. Let's go,
1: like they like they always do. Mm-hmm. Do either of you have any interest in upgrading to a new Switch, the Switch Pro, or whatever they're going to call it?
0: I would. I would only upgrade if it had like substantially more battery life. Like I know that the 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 air quotes new one, mm-hmm. like the like the 1.2 version of the Nintendo Switch has better battery life, but I mean like substantially better. If the screen was much better quality, that might be something I would consider. Like if it was bigger, Mm -hmm. like it had less bezel around it, I would definitely consider that.
2: I agree. Yeah. I would like to upgrade for some cosmetic reasons. One is like my (laughs) Switch screen itself has a little scratch on it. That's my fault Mm. from trying to get it in the dock. Mine does too. Yeah, Yeah, I got too impatient. I was like, get in there, bitch. And then it just got scratched. And now it's like, Kind of, and the left Joy-Con, um, it doesn't. I never had the drifting problem on this one, but it doesn't. It clicks in there, but it's kind of loose. And I'm not sure what's going on with that. Mine's mm-hmm. also loose. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know why. Because like my dad has a Switch, and his isn't that way. Who knows? Maybe we just got weird ones. Yeah. So for those little reasons, I'd like to upgrade. I just want a shinier one. i will actually take more care of it. I'll put like a little maybe even a screen cover on it. Who can
1: Ooh. say?
0: now that there's animal crossing island backups like i feel much calmer about totally replacing my switch
1: (laughs) i know that was like one of the hardest decisions i had to make of like do i want the new animal crossing switch but if we get like i don't want to have to wait to play until i get it because i can't restore my island (sighs) and it's stressful yeah i do hope that this switch pro if they had some like bluetooth Capabilities, so you don't have to do mm. the weird like dongle to then play to the other thing, that would be dope, but yeah, I feel like that's also asking for a lot <laughs>
2: from Nintendo. It's not, though, it's not, it's not, not just Nintendo, for a Nintendo, not as
1: like a everybody else seems to understand this, but nintendo i and love you but why do you make this so difficult for us
2: cartwheels in their own universe man they're just out there twirling away they're just going miles and, and miles they're
1: cheering with signs forever it's, i
2: know where the problem is really can't yeah, look at those cartwheels they're so great keep doing those cartwheels exactly. we'll buy all of your cartwheels and that's why their cartwheels never change
0: well so you're saying it's our fault
2: it is of course we're the ones that give mm. them all of the money we're like, hey, that's cool. I mean, Pokemon Sword and Shield, kind of cool. Not necessarily the next generation upgrade we want, but we like it. We're going to buy so many of them that you'll have no incentive to innovate and get, do different things. You know, that's fine. That's,
0: that's fine. fair. That's fair. Well, <sighs> we can always keep our fingers crossed that maybe eventually Nintendo will... Catch up, <laughs> fingers crossed. All right, let's get into dear WGG. Geeks are not, this I am not guys... Avril
2: Levine. Sorry, Andrew, to cut you off. The Geeks are not in chat said, is the girl on the left Avril Levine? Um, I mean, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. Uh, 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 think you need a new think one. you need a new one? <laughs> yeah, thank you. I was like, oh no, I'm the only one. Okay,
0: <laughs> no, you're great. You're great. So this is where you guys become part of the show by writing to us at whatscoodgames.com slash dear W G G. Our first question, speaking of DC Fandom, is from Excess Oddities. Mm. All right, so I remember the last time I wrote, there were mentions of the Harry Potter RPG being at DC Fandom, but I have a shit memory lately, so (laughs) who knows if that's right? Now, I didn't watch DC Fandom, but a Google search has revealed that our chosen one, Wizard Boy, wasn't there. Any chances it'll be at opening night live this week? Even the tiniest of teasers would be amazing. I'm with you, Excess Oddities. I would love to see a teaser of this Harry Potter RPG. I think Opening Night Live would be a great place to show it. If they skip Opening Night Live, I hope, against hope, that they go to the Game Awards, which I'm realizing now is a story that we completely skipped. Oh yeah. Game Whoops. Awards. Whoops. Speaking of the Game Awards, <laughs> in the news this week, <laughs> IGN's Ryan McCaffrey sat down with the Game Awards creator, Jeff Keeley, and executive producer to ask him, hey, are the Game Awards still happening in 2020? TLDR, yes. Yes, they are. (laughs) They are not happening in person. It's going to be digital. The quote from Mr. Keeley says, there's a lot of work and honestly, our team is working overtime thinking of how we present this in a way that celebrates the industry in a bigger fashion. So we're going to do some live stuff. We're still hoping to do some spectacle and scale to how we do things, but we're likely not going to be able to do the traditional show this year. But it's
2: absolutely happening for sure. Yeah, and he's saying it will be the biggest show. Yet, somehow, which is cool. Great. Let's go Game Awards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I also hope we get a teaser. Joey, how do you feel about Harry
1: Potter RPG? I'm so excited for it. I can't wait. I I don't know. I feel like all the little teases and leaks, and who knows if they were even leaks at this point coming out, um, just makes me excited to get back into that world, because I feel like I don't know. We've gotten little teases of it with, like, the Lego game. And even when I w- was playing the, like, mo- AR, um mobile game that was, like... When
0: we played it together? Yes! We would walk to 7-Eleven?
1: <laughs> we would. But when
0: I worked with you, Joey? I know! Remember
1: <laughs> when we saw other people and we, we went to places? <sighs> Sad. I would be so... Yeah. I hope we get it sooner rather than later. Because, I. yeah, if we don't get it either this week, or at Game Awards, and we have to wait till E3 next year, probably, to get any information, and that seems like way too long. And who knows what E3 next year even looks like.
0: Yeah, Uh, man, that's... I can't even imagine. Not even gonna try. No. Um, but yeah, I hope we get something soon. If nothing else, just so that that team can breathe a little easier, knowing that the game has been revealed and they don't have to worry about another leak potentially happening. Mm-hmm. And I just want to like, I want to see more. I want to see. I want to see more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you for your question, Excess Oddities. Next question is from the Big J and BB Show. Hello, mm-hmm. WGG ladies. Happy Monday, and hope everyone is having a great weekend. My question is for Joey: Is how. Has it been adjusting to running kind of funny stuff from home as opposed to being at the studio? Has there been positives to it? Thanks, everyone, and
1: stay breezy. It has been um, a a process. I do have to give major props to Kevin, who, like, within 24 hours was able to flip everybody to a work-from-home setup. I think we had, like, one day where we didn't have video while, like, everybody was trying to figure it out. And then I think by the second day we did, we had video and audio. So I do have to give Kevin immense props for running around and getting everybody a setup. Um, as for positives, I do think that being able to bring in guests more easily, both because of technology and because everybody's working from home. So schedules are a little bit easier to coordinate um, has been really fun. So I think we've been able to like either catch up with, Uh, prior like hosts and friends of the show that haven't been able to come by because um, of like conflicting travel schedules or people that live in other places that just never make their way to California and actually be able to collaborate with those people has been really fun I do miss the studio and I miss being able to just like walk over to like Andy's desk and talk to him about something versus like having to slack back and forth I feel like it just kind of like lengthens some processes for us but um Overall, it hasn't been too bad. I just miss, like, the social aspect of it mostly because it's, like, I don't know. Now we only really talk to each other about work for the most part because Mm -hmm. you don't have those, like, interactions in the kitchen and stuff like that. those, like,
0: water cooler moments, right? Yeah. Like... So I feel like we where do. you're like getting coffee and you know making complaints that it always seems to be you that has to fill up the Keurig <laughs> machine,
1: or you don't look over and see Nick like playing on a keyboard trying to learn the Axel Foley theme song from Beverly Hills Cop, like all those like weird dumb things that would just happen. Yeah, so I do miss that, but so I hope we get back to it soon. But overall, it's been kind of nice. It's like way quieter here, so like it's a lot easier to. Be heads down and get stuff done Which I do appreciate Mm -hmm. on occasion But the chaos is missed
2: (laughs) Yeah
0: Yeah. Chaos is fun And speaking of which I completely forgot to mention this I'm going to be on KFGD tomorrow Yay (laughs) You and Bless right? Yeah so it's going to be my first time hosting With Blessing
1: Andrea back in the host chair That's right Well
0: no I think Blessing's hosting Oh okay well, I don't exciting, know. Too. Actually, I should ask Greg. I would ass- I feel like Blessing is leading the show. I would assume which, so too. Which I'm actually very much okay with. I'm
1: fine with <laughs> him to like take you. the reins. Yeah. You just yeah, get to exactly. show up in. Uh, yeah. Blessing's hosting. So you don't have to do any work. Well, yeah. pre work. But
0: yeah. So he's fun. Gonna, yeah. He, he's going to anchor it. But but yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that like, we. What's, what's interesting for what's good is that we. We're already doing all of the work from home because Brittany lives in Washington, and I was in San Francisco, and Stymer was down here in LA. And now that I'm here, you know, obviously I get to see Steimer, But I remember when that month happened and everybody was scrambling, and I just tried to be an available resource for people. I was like, "Please just call me." Like we've been doing this really tough conference production since the beginning of What's Good. We have so many lessons learned. And it just felt like everyone was like in the middle of the tire fire of trying to get it started. Mm-hmm. And we did have a couple people reach out to me um, to ask me for some things. But it seems like everyone just tried to go it on their own. But it's been re- really fun watching everybody kind of pivot and make it work. And as you mentioned, Joy, the flexibility to be able to get more people on the show because no one's going anywhere has been great. Mm-hmm. So funny. Yeah. Brett, how do you feel about being home all the time? You were always bopping around to places.
2: Yeah. No, I was going to ask you this, Joe. I think Andrea and I have talked about this at length about how, while we absolutely miss, like it's weird, right? Because March and April were going to be some of the busiest months for us. We had so many events lined up back to back. And not to mention, then you go from those events right into con season. And I mean, con season was already starting to go underway. Anyway, I remember it was so rare for Andrew and I to have a week at home or two weeks at home where we were like, okay, we're just like home. It's what is this? Oh, it feels kind of nice. And so obviously, like I was sick when I first got back from PAX. And that's when the quarantine stuff all started. So for a while, I was like, Oh, wow, like, okay, cool. Like, I'm chill. I feel I feel recharged. So Joey, like, how has your stress level been? You know, like, how have you felt now that you're home? And I know you just moved recently, I feel like, but, mm-hmm. you know, now that you do not not traveling as much or how is that all going?
1: So I feel like at the beginning of all of this, I was at, like, maximum stress level of, like, what's work going to be like and what's the world like? And, like, nobody had – there were so many unknowns at the beginning, mm-hmm. but then that was matched with, like, my total – contentness of being home because I had Animal Crossing finally so I hadn't it's like a oh cool now I don't have to make up excuses for why I don't want to go out and see people because I want to stay <laughs> home and play Animal Crossing Yeah, so that kind of like balanced me out a little bit Um, and then and now since I've kind of I feel like played a, I don't have to play daily Animal Crossing anymore I can kind of pop in when I get the itch for it now I am kind of getting a little bit restless of like okay like this has been really fun and I've caught up on a lot of TV shows and played a lot of games, but like I miss traveling and seeing friends and just being able to like go get drinks or dinner or something like that. So I am yeah. getting like a little bit restless. I do have to say that like, this is the best possible living situation I could have had for it. Um, Cause I do live with Tim and Gia and cool Greg. So it's like, we all kind of separate during the day as we're working. And then we come together like for a little bit at lunch and then we're all like kind of cooking or eating dinner at the same time. So it feels like kind of a little bit like normal. Um, mm-hmm. Cause we did hang out so much even before, but it is just like, Oh, all, what about all of my internet friends that I was looking forward to seeing like a few times a year that I could count on.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like
1: all of that stuff. And even just like weekish weekend trips and like, canceled bachelorette parties of, like, friends I hadn't seen in a long time. It's like, oh, like, mm-hmm. these are all the canceled things now. weddings. Yeah. All those kind
0: of family gatherings. Totally. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely bumming that we were supposed to be going to PAX this week or <sighs> next week. And, yeah. you know, we're not going to
2: Seattle. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. So it's, weird. So it's like, I feel like we all finally got that hard reset that I honestly don't know if we would have gotten without a literal pandemic. Yeah. But it's, you know, it, it's interesting. It's like, okay, I think uh, let's go. Like, let's keep going. Like, I mean, <laughs> in the sense, of like, let, let's go do the things that we were going to do before all this shit happened. But now it's like, no, no, you're really like literally forced. You can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't do those yeah. things. It's crazy
0: how, I mean, I definitely agree that a lot of people got a hard reset, but I feel like I know parents especially, have been mm-hmm. under way more stress since the pandemic than Absolutely. they were previously because of the childcare situation and yeah. the school and having to do from home schooling and trying to work from home, a lot of parents and it's just like the amount of stress is like an all time high. So I'm hoping people, including everybody watching the show and listening have been able to find, you know, a stress reliever, whether it is, Decorating an Animal Crossing or whether it's exercise, if that's your thing, or maybe you took up like knitting or painting or n- drinking. You know, maybe you're just <laughs> drinking more as Brittany holds her whiskey to the camera. That, you know, you found something to to decompress that's helping you, helping you cope.
1: Yeah. 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 You got to take the yeah. little moments when you can get them. Sometimes it's not like a whole day to yourself or a whole evening. It's like, uh. I have 10 free minutes, and I'm just going to appreciate these and recharge Joey, what Joey, yes, can. the
0: little wins. You're mm-hmm. like, hey, I got up and put clothes on today. Win. <laughs> exactly. I'm with you. Well, Joey, this has been so lovely to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us oh. and lending us your expertise, particularly of all things Robert
1: Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that I can bring that to you. Well, thanks for having me. It's so fun. I miss getting to hang oh. out with you guys.
0: I know, I know. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, you, of course, can see Joey in our PAX online panel on Monday, September 14th. But if they don't want to wait that long, Joey, where can they find you?
1: They can catch me over on youtube.com slash kind of funny. I'm on screencast every week, and then I'm joining the crew for Mulan in review for the animated one and the live action one that comes out next week. So I'll be on there all over the place.
0: Look at you taking over. <laughs> Be on all of the kind of funny things. We got to get you on more kind of funny
1: game stuff, I feel like. I know. I just have play, like, such specific games that...
0: You're like, once they're ready for a Stardew Valley <laughs> 2 reporter, you're in. Yeah.
1: If you want an entire bug snack show, I'm more than happy to oblige.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to happen knowing the proximity of one specific PR person who represents <laughs> that game to one specific person who works at Kind of I, game.
1: I feel like that's probably doable. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor.
0: <laughs> um. All right, everybody. That's gonna do it for us today. We will see you guys later. Bye, everybody.